we are right by accident that this is a Lovecraft Accident, thing. yes. Yes, <laughs> accident. I've never been wrong about anything ever. <laughs> I've never been right on purpose. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friends Sam. Of course I come fast. I have Doug to watch. Not again. <laughs> and Jim. <laughs> and I'm Jim. <laughs> I used that Today. one before. <laughs> no, you have not. <laughs> Today, <laughs> we cover episode 10, part 2 of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 10, part 2's title is Doug's Doodle. We must stress doodle, doodle, not doo-doo, doodle. Doo-doo was the last episode. So this episode starts uh, with another fantasy, and he, it's Doug as a new character this time. Like, he's he's had his, uh, you know, Jack Bandit character, he's had his Quail Man character, but this time uh, he's a character that's more or less James Bond. Yeah, like the music that's playing during this is very clearly a takeoff on the main Bond theme. Yeah, very surprised. Right. It's almost identical. It's like, I was very surprised this didn't get, like, dinged with copyright. Yeah, because the, bo- yeah. the Bond people are pissy about that. Like, I made a throwaway reference in a previous uh, episode to Deep Space Nine. One of their best episodes was a very transparent Bond knockoff. And the reason, despite referencing, oh, I think we'll go back to this well again, the... Bond people got a hold of them and say, you do this again and we're suing your ass. What uh, year was that? Do you know? Um, that was late 90s. Okay, so maybe uh, they didn't give a shit at the point that Doug was made, and also they probably just didn't give a shit about the show Doug. Yeah, also the Bond people. Well, wait, yeah. When was Golden? When did Goldeneye come out? Because Bond late was kind of... Late 90s, or mid-90s. It was like 95, 96. Yeah, Bond was kind of dead in the early 90s, wasn't he? Like, there yeah, was not much Goldeneye was out. the revival. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And in this, they there's, like, a theme that Doug has. I'm pretty sure it's one of the, like, so they do the general Bond theme, but then also there's a specific part that's, like, very similar to, like, maybe, like, the Moonraker theme. I, I don't remember yeah. exactly like, which one it is. Like, just general issue, I'll absolutely put it in as a clip, but there's the one vocal part. So one of those two things is accurate. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, made of cool is, like, not not, not good lyrics. No, no, it's I mean, not. Yeah, they could have just said the guy who's really cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I think this, when they say, and he's still in school, I think this was, like, a veiled stay in school, kids. Like, you'll be as cool as Doug. Yeah, I can James see Bond. that. <sighs> cool as Doug, man. Yeah, we've had this talk a couple of times about, like, how we know that that's not great, but at the time, maybe you think it Low was expectations, better. baby. Right. All right, so this episode begins with 
he's like breaking into the school. Uh, like he fire. He's he's there's like a, a grappling hook that fires out from a river, latches onto the top of the school, and then he just uses the grappling hook to pull himself out of the river and then fuck off. The grappling hook's gone, and then fires another different grappling hook a frame or two later. It's great. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. He just needed to pull himself out the river. This episode, and I'll get into a couple of points um, about this later. This episode is further proof that in the world of Bluffington, time is sick. Cause and effect have no relation to each other. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. This episode will like reinforce a couple of the theories we've talked about on this show, which is both delightful and also incredibly surprising. Yep. Yes. Right? <laughs> We are right, and you can't argue with us. <laughs> you can't, because you're not on this show yet. Right. You don't have full Doug brain yet. We'll get you, you there, wanna... <laughs> We have such sights to show you. Most of them are Doug, though, I'm not going to lie. Sights through an audio medium, so close your eyes unless you're driving right now. Where we're going, you don't need eyes to see. <laughs> it might be actively unhelpful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, Doug says that Operation Wingo was underway. Recall that Wingo is the name of his teacher. Um, and he starts, like, climbing up the side of the building. He's dressed in a tuxedo. And I he's do doing... like that they do something here that, like, because the, all the old TV shows did this same dumb gag of, yes, we're climbing up this building. We're definitely not holding a rope horizontal over a side of a building set and just walking straight ahead on it like really quick though um he says while on the climb up he was like establish establishing the stakes of this quote-unquote mission yeah and he says it's two-thirds of his social studies grade at no point in this episode is his grade impacted for no. anything <laughs> but, also, but also it suggests that mrs wingo really doesn't like grading like no this yeah. is two-thirds of your grade Fuck off! Don't, this, don't you, the book and also, report, don't you remember in the in a, a previous episode, the book report was one third of his grade. <laughs> Mrs. Wingo is just hungover all the time. Mrs. Wingo <laughs> evidently grades two things ever. Yes, which rules? There's a book report, and then this report, which, like. Okay, I did you guys read? Okay, we'll get yeah, into this get, in a minute. I'll get to like, that. I, oh, we'll get into that. I, I definitely Holy paused that shit. one. Same. Yeah. Okay, so two-thirds of Doug's grade is this report, which is fucking wild. Yes. And let's get into what it is in a minute. Um, this is also the point where we learned that Doug's middle name is Yancey. Danger is my middle name. Well, no, it's not actually Danger, it's Yancey. But people call me Danger. Right, he's like, Danger is actually just my nickname, right? But, uh, yeah, so we learned that his, nick his middle name is Yancey. Uh... I think this becomes like a plot point in a later episode too, right? People are they like the show writers were like, "Hey, that's a funny name. What if people made fun of him for it later? <laughs> we need to mine this <laughs> I for don't, shit." To <laughs> I don't remember this, but I don't have a perfect Doug memory, so I, I'm probably making it up. I don't know. It's fine. It's don't worry about it. If it doesn't, when we happen, write, I'm gonna make fun of his name. So. When we meet up and are all fishing by a dock using some bubble gum and a length of string, <laughs> we'll no doubt understand what's going on. All right. When we write our version of Doug, <laughs> we'll we'll write an episode where they make fun of. When his Jim name. Jenkins will finally fucking answer my emails. We will finally answer our emails asking for a settlement on the lawsuit. 
<laughs> Which, please don't sue us. <laughs> we need this so bad. It's not clear why we need this, but evidently we're, we do. We are not rich. <laughs> we have nothing to give you. Other than this, this show to listen to and enjoy. <laughs> please don't listen to it, Jim. <laughs> Turn it off. Jim's not okay. allowed to listen to this. <laughs> Only one Jim allowed. Right. Anyone who's Otherwise, not they'd... anyone who's not me and is named Jim listening to this, you. I'm afraid it is law. You have to turn this off. Also, if you're right. a cop, Other... you have to tell me. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd get confused listening. It's for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is like his fantasy. He's fantasizing. He's like, all right, I'm going to break into the school. We don't know why yet. Um, and then we like kind of shift back out of the, the title card happens, and we shift back into the actual classroom um, where they're all, everyone in class is writing reports about apparently whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and we learn... Also, this is the first time we learned the name of one of Roger's minions. Oh, so that is one of Roger's minions. I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah. it's the guy with the, who has like the Star Trek insignia on his shirt all the time, the green hair. Uh, his name's Boomer, we find out from Man, this. just like prescient in 2020, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so much language in this that has been like co-opted in recent years that me- makes this show take on such a different tone. Fucking Skeeter, fucking creamed you like a <laughs> yeah, boomer. Uh, that's always kind of been a thing. Like, I'll guarantee you, you go back to stuff from the 60s and half the language in that has aged real bad. Sure, like all the racial slurs they use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when, uh, like when the Joker in that comic book is trying to get Batman to commit a boner. Like, <laughs> old town laughs at Joker's boner. Laugh at my boner, will they? I'll show them a boner. Comics are good. <laughs> Comics unlike, are so unlike good. this show. I wonder if there's a Doug comic. I bet there's s- s- like some Archie comic. Like rip off of Doug. There was. I know one exists. Oh, because no. I, I for this. some stupid reason, I had a copy. I remember. Oh yeah. I wait. You were the one who never watched the yeah, show. This up. was my sole exposure to Doug. I don't wow. know why I had this, but I did. You gotta find that. If, if yeah, you don't, do you still have it? I don't you have it. Like, it's, God. I remember it being some god-awful, it had a moral, its whole deal was, okay, some new brand thing is popular, okay, Doug can't get that, but he can get the knockoff, there's a mix-up, <laughs> boring, Sounds dumb, really stupid. good. Yeah, yeah no, my reaction, good. even as a small child reading this, was, wow, that, uh... What a boner. This really isn't interesting <laughs> at all. <laughs> Your reaction as a small child was, man, I hope I uh, make a podcast about this in 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I hope podcasts get invented. <laughs> I hope podcasts can be invented soon, because that's the only way I'll ever interact with other people. <laughs> okay, so we learn, we're in the class, uh, and they're all writing the reports, and Doug is also making a doodle. Uh, he's, like, drawing a picture of... Wingo, the teacher, she's like as a monster. She's got like a crazy mouth in it. He's like, ha, 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 this is so funny. Ha, ha, ha. Which is kind of weird because it's like Doug usually is like a play by the rules. Yeah, to he's, the, never like been, he's never been like precocious like this. 
Yeah, he's yeah. It's totally out of character. Yeah, he's never really been malevolent with any of his stuff. Like the closest he's ever come is his Clotzilla fantasies. Yeah, he's malevolent right. against Roger, but only in his brain. Yeah, never and, in and also reality. like never in reality, and also never versus like an authority figure, yeah, no. a yeah. teacher. You know, he's still <sighs> petrified of her, as we'll see later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yeah, he's doing this act of rebellion i guess who knows um but he like hides it under his report as wingo's coming and this is the point when we can see uh a blurry brief couple frames of what doug's report is about oh i didn't see this what did you see oh man yeah so oh my god uh it says all i could read was a title i don't know if you could see more uh sam but the title of his report is the rainforest, natural resource or tourist trap. Oh my god. Jim Jim <laughs> Bolsonaro Jenkins. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. But do we burn up. it down or do we just send tourists to it? <laughs> but hold up. Like Doug likes nature. Like remember in the mayor episode, the thing that he wanted to be was the head forest ranger, right? Like, I mean, this is a different Doug. Yeah, it has to be. I guess reality has reset itself. Another thing that I saw on the paper is that it's dated. The date on this episode is five sixteen ninety one. Note that like two episodes ago, there was a summer cook off. (laughs) Yeah, time is sick. It was the summer cook-off and also autumn for some uh-huh. reason. <laughs> wait, this is like, yeah. this is the end of the school year. Well, wait, hold on. Five, that's May. Yes, yes. it's May. Uh-huh. Is right. the school that's still why this is open in May? <laughs> it's like the end of school. Yeah, it's sure. Okay. It's wrapping up. It's the but 13th it's like- month. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, maybe Hail it's written, this is maybe this is written in like the European format where it's the third it's it's the month or the, the yeah, month first God. Uh, or date first whatever. Um, yeah, it's the sixteenth yeah. month in the year thirty ninety one. The year is zero. Ave Satanas. There's there's more there's more um fucking clues here that they come later. Yeah, but like. Yeah, like, so it's just crazy to me that they're writing, he's writing about, like, questioning, like, okay, he what do you think have the good the... take on the rainforest in that question. <laughs> yeah, no, like, he doesn't have a bi- good part about it. Yeah, the binary yeah. Doug has set up is, do we exploit it this way, or that way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I don't, and, and I wonder, uh, typically, in when you would phrase something like that, it's sort of like how when you see a news article that's, that the news article headline is in the form of a question, more often not, the answer is no, right? Like, yeah. probably not. Um, so in this way, I think when it says natural resource or tourist trap, usually the second one is what you're arguing for, right? Yes. Like, because you're presenting that natural resource is the, but like, um, also- accepted... That was also kind of the uh, early eco argument, like a lot of the early arguments about this, because this is the 90s, we are at peak neoliberalism, everything exists as an appendage of the market. The way you argued in favor of something ecological was not, oh, say, we need this functioning in order to not die. You say, but what if we could exploit it for money in a more friendly way? 
What if we had a to, uh, a to quote the God? I forget who the guy's name is, but the wonderful line. What if we had a kinder, gentler machine gun hand? <laughs> like, that's kind of the whole thing. Sounds good to me. Is this sort of like that argument that like uh, that stop and frisk thing was was bad because it didn't work, not because it was objectively racist? Like, and <laughs> yeah, sure, it was yeah. also yeah. horribly racist. And it, <laughs> but the real problem is that it didn't work. Look, if right. we're gonna do racism, we need results. <laughs> oh my god! And so that's what they're saying. Don't clip that. <laughs> That's the kind of <laughs> argument that you're seeing here. And it's also, like, we keep on going back to the Clinton well. That was a lot of what the third way Democrats were all about was, look, we're going to go very far. We're going to compromise with the Republicans on all this other stuff. We're going to, instead of standing for anything personally, we're going to stand for doing the things Republicans do, but smarter and for better reasons. We are not going to slash and burn the rainforest so we can make cattle ranches. <laughs> we are going to fence them off and put ramps in, the, in there so that everybody who's handicapped can exploit their natural beauty for their own benefit. You're Sounds not, like, yeah, there's no moral core there. There's just the hope that, look, we'll be slightly less shitty Republicans and maybe that'll win us the day. Then it worked. Rainforest would be rainforest would be the worst tourist trap too because of all the deadly creatures. Oh yeah, there. and by all accounts, the waking like because rainforest tourism was and still is a thing to a limited extent, and the reports are it is absolutely gorgeous, and the sound when dawn breaks is like something out of hell. Because every bird, every bug, everything simultaneously screaming as the dawn breaks and you are just covered in bugs. Everything. Like, it is a teeming, marvelous wonderland of a place as to watch on a screen. Don't actually go there. There's a reason our ancestors got the fuck out. Most of the stuff there will kill us. Look, I also wake up covered in bugs, and I gotta say, it's not that bad. <laughs> you wake up with everything screaming around you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my electronics scream at me until I wake up, and then, the, then bugs. the bugs are all, all over me, and I gotta get those things off. <laughs> it's then I make hassle. then I make the eggs that I left out the previous night. <laughs> Good morning. It sounds like a good vacation. Yeah. Speaking of really gross, you noticed that. The side note thing I saw is that as Mrs. Wingo is walking back to uh, her desk, you get to see what she has written on the chalkboard, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. What The first thing you see is the really gross national product, which is, aha, it's a joke because gross most both is a thing that is in the term gross national product and also means disgusting. But what the fuck is mrs wingo teaching these 11 year olds for those of you who don't know the gross national product usually abbreviated gnp when you're talking fancy statistic stuff is basically the number that economics is dedicated to making grow up gross in accounting means all of the positive ignoring all the negative like remember uh last episode where doug and company spent 20 bucks to make 11 bucks Was that last episode of the episode before who cares anyway, time is meaningless good right <laughs> but like when doug and company spent 20 dollars in order to make 11 dollars as far as gross national product is concerned that's 31 bucks 
Yeah. So so it's really gross. Yeah. So <laughs> you gross. have the part of the reason that the economy has awful crashes every 10, 15 years is because if you're building something to make as much gross national product as possible, there's going to come a point where eventually Skeeter tells you, uh, actually, we spent 20 bucks to make that 11 and the honker burger won't accept a picture of $9 for payment. So that's your right. brief economics thing. But that's just the what the hell is Mrs. Wingo teaching them? Then we go into the further details. She walks a little further and we see the other thing. Yield per season, grain, mm-hmm. oil, and beets. 30%, 8%, 62%. That tells you every single economic activity in Bluffington <laughs> is either grain, oil, or beets. <laughs> I, yeah. This goes into... This goes into my idea that I had a couple of episodes ago where I think beets are something else in this universe. Yeah. Because yeah, does Bluffington be. have oil? Does the <laughs> Honker Burger maybe. not pay taxes? Which one of grain, <laughs> oil, and beets is everything that's done in the Four Leaf Clover Mall? I mean, we don't even well, know if there are taxes in this universe. <laughs> like, also, grain, oil, and beets, you could make one of their beet burgers because you make the you roast the beets in oil and then you put them on raw grain as a bun. My final and most important question to ask, what the fuck does Mr. Swirly, the peanutty buddy man, make his goddamn ice cream out of? <laughs> peanutty oil. beets. <laughs> yeah, oil. <laughs> I mean, we did see in the ice cream, the the mayor episode, where the ice cream factory exploded, uh, or was about to, how, like, all the ice cream just, like, mixes with motor oil. Yeah, it's fine. And, like, Hi. industrial coolant. It's just like, oh, now we get more ice cream. <laughs> yeah, there's more volume in this container. <laughs> Maybe the humans in Doug's universe run off oil. But oil is only 8% of the Bluffington economy. 62% of it is beets. That's why that's the only thing that's allowed in the cafeteria. Every time they're eating, the cafeteria is just straight. Do they pay the government employees in beets? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can't argue with that logic. Oh, and also, so I don't know how I'm thinking of this right now, but when we look at the Honker Burger, it shows, like, every time you see the Honker Burger, you can see what products they have on there. One of the products is tuna. So I guess maybe they they import tuna. Yield maybe it's like season. vegan tuna and you make it out of beets. I don't know. I, maybe tuna is like a bird here. <laughs> As we all know, grain and it is makes a type oil. Of, right, it's made out of oil. Birds are a type of oil and, uh, I don't know, chicken is a type of grain. I don't fucking know. Like I said, you have to stop sure. thinking about terms and cause and effect here. It just has to be. Like, nothing ha- if something happens, there's no relation to anything else that happens after that. Nothing. We'll see that in a second. Well, yeah, speaking of, oh, I almost uh, forgetting things, Wingo says, oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Everyone's reading your essays. Right, that thing that's a presumably two-thirds of your social studies grade. Please turn it in now. I almost forgot. I almost oh, yeah, forgot. I forgot. 
<laughs> so yeah and then doug is like usually this is my favorite part of class not because i'm in love with homework and then like it's he, it's because shown that it's because he sits behind patty and he can give her his homework so it's not because he loves homework it's because he gets to creep on patty. right he gets to leer at patty man <laughs> doug spends his whole time staring at the girl who sits in front of him in class and having fantasies about her yeah, and she's just like she. She just says, uh, "Hey!" Like he's just staring at her, and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> give me your homework, dude!" Like you're holding up the line. How are you doing? I'm fine, Doug. How are you? I'm fine. Y- you gonna hand me your homework, or are you just gonna continue staring at me blankly, you little freak? Yeah. Right. Oh, hey, Patty. How are you? I'm fine, Doug. How are you? Fine. Do you have your homework? Yes, here. And he swoons from that. This is just like the gym episode when like, or not the the photo episode when, when they were running in gym class and Patty like shows Doug this like token expression of like, hey, you're Basic a fellow politeness. human. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, we're in love now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's absurd. Um, so... Uh, what happens in this is he hands in the essay and then he's like, oh my God, did I accidentally also hand in that doodle I made? And he like looks under his desk and his desk is just, he's just got trash under there. This is a ton of loose leaf paper stored under his desk for God knows what reason. It looks normal to me, guys. (laughs) He also reads rap comics. Yes. (laughs) He's just got loose leaf paper and rap comics. Yeah. See, rap is isn't a music in this fucking world. It's a comic book type, or it's just and it deserves to be put in the trash. Right. I. I mean, there's some truth in advertising insofar as rap in the '90s was exclusively advertised to, with the end sure. consumer being young white kids in the suburbs. So, okay, grain of truth there. But rap and comics like, is just a fascinating concept to me. Maybe it's supposed to be, like, Mad Magazine or something. It's supposed to just be, like, a magazine that's, you know, oh, it's sort of edgy or whatever. Yeah, or maybe it's just supposed to be about rap, like, sort of like Nintendo Power, but for rap. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's what I fucking go with as my example. <laughs> it's the one Jesus. magazine you can think of. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Nintendo Power and Cat Fancy, the only two magazines that have ever existed. I like jugs. <laughs> Is that also about Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> jugs video game. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so uh, then we go into something uh, like Doug kind of transitions into thinking about stuff but it isn't I need to stress this that this isn't shown as like a fantasy at first this is just at first yeah it's just like oh Doug went home yeah because he starts thinking about um like eating dinner oh, wait, no we haven't family. mentioned why he's getting panic because he handed in the doodle sure. instead of the essay he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, oh, I no, was afraid No, he handed that- in both, even though right. he said, I handed it in instead. Because, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it's something you can easily just see and look at and happen. But he, it, it's, he, then he gets it wrong. Because why would it be right? <laughs> right? Why would he get anything right? 
All right. Yeah. So he'd, he'd like put it on the bottom of a stack of payrolls. He's handed in the whole stack. Yeah. Um, but now, so he like sees himself at dinner with his family and he's like nervous. He's like freaking out. Uh, and his mom catches on. She's like, dude, why are you so nervous? And like, and when she does that, it like zooms in on Doug's mom face and she does like the anime eyeglasses sheen thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, like menacing glare. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, I know something that's wrong, Doug. Like, you're not telling me something. Um, but then the doorbell rings, and Doug imagine Doug like goes to answer the door, and he opens the door, and it's like it's his doodle, and it's like crying at him, right? Um, so I'm imagining in this, like, who was actually at the door? <laughs> like, the doorbell actually did ring in this in this thought right yes like he just slammed the door on someone else in the rain (laughs) (laughs) also like the doodle doesn't look like a hideous version of the teacher it's just like a poorly drawn version of the teacher right it's nothing even embarrassing really yeah, he could just be like, oh, I oh, was I just practicing. Yeah. yeah, I'm just practicing. Like, this is something I'm interested in, and I want to, like, maybe take art classes someday, but I suck right now. Sorry, teacher, you know? Yeah, I am 11 years old. Give me a break here. <laughs> when, he, when he turns in the paper, he goes, I couldn't be that stupid, could I? Oh, no, I was that stupid. And I was just <laughs> thinking, like, yeah... You're right. Yeah. Unlike me, a 33-year-old watching baby cartoons. <laughs> oh, also, D- Doug's mom said at the table, you're awfully quiet tonight. Is something wrong? Yeah, Doug, usually such a goddamn chatterbox. <laughs> yeah. I, I also love that, like, in his fantasy, you just, like, so this is shown to be a fantasy that, like, yeah. Doug was, wasn't actually You can tell that it's a fantasy because his parents exhibited interest in him. <laughs> Also, when he goes to, like, answer the door, he knocks the spoon out of his mom's hand, like, that she's eating with, and then goes yeah. under the table, which I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, metaphorical or just, like, lazy animation. I, it's uh, really weird. I think they're just trying to show that he's, like, so anxious to get to the door that he has to take the shortest possible path. Gotcha. Um, but also lazy and soup. Yes. <laughs> um, but I also love that, like, when they're eating dinner, they're just, like, eating soup. Like, that's what his ideal, like, fantasy dinner is. It's just, like, <laughs> for a bowl of soup. Like, all that's on the table is bowls of soup and salt. <laughs> that's their dinner. But I don't know. Maybe that's what they like. Who knows? Who am I to judge? Um, but, okay, so we come back from the fantasy, like, showing that it was a fantasy. Um, and Doug is like, all right, what am I going to do? And he, like, goes into this kind of mind palace. But it's a different mind palace. It's not a fantasy. It's just, like, rotating around his head. And there's a bunch of, like, pastel watercolors and jazz flutes. Yeah, the animation team is really putting a lot of effort into this episode for reasons I cannot possibly comprehend. Like, this is a... Yeah, it's, like, different angles of Doug that we've never seen before. Yeah, and also, there's a reason why they haven't done this before. Because there is a very noticeable moment... Doug's schnoz is not small, it is a single big curve, and so there is the frame where it goes from bending right to bending left without changing in size. It's just like, oh, that that doesn't work at all, guys. There's a reason you haven't done this before. 
you say that the animation team is working hard here, but <laughs> Doug at one point is like biting his pencil out of nervousness, and then it snaps into three parts. A two next scene, he's putting together two parts of the pencil, and then literally ten seconds after that, his pencil's whole again. <laughs> He's I'm saying I'm not saying again, that if- cause and effect. There's no, it doesn't exist. <laughs> he could have multiple pencils. It's the same color. God, you get a pack of five. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm going to say they put a lot of effort into making it try to look good. They did not put any effort into continuity because this show does not do continuity. Right? Yeah, continuity is never a thing. Um, but okay, so. After he has this mind palace moment, Doug is like, oh, I've got it. I'll lie. It's like his <laughs> My God, I could just not say I did it. It's not like I signed right. it or anything. And of course, he immediately botches it because the teacher is like, hey, who put in? And before she can even get it out, he yells, I did it and stands up. And if it was, of course, it was an essay called My First Pair of High Heels. Ha ha. Everyone laughs. Ha ha. What kind of social yeah. studies report is this where my first pair of high <laughs> heels is a viable report topic? Right. right. Doug's writing about the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> also, I will, also, I will give I did it. Status as the sixth joke in Doug. It was set up as a joke, it was promptly paid off, and it used the traditional subject matter, Doug being in pain. Like, Doug just builds up, well, I know, I'll just play it cool. I'll be completely fine about this. Everything, small snap, I did it, I'm sorry. Okay, good. I, I laughed, it's a standard joke construction, I'll give it to you. Right. I mean, what's also funny about this is that, like, Doug would get way more shit for, like, saying he wears high heels than, like, <laughs> turning in a weird drawing of his teacher. Absolutely. Like, out, given how homophobic, like, elementary school boys are, yeah. Yeah, especially in the 90s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and also, uh, we were talking about, okay, what kind of social studies report is my first pair of high heels? I think it's uh, BB's critique of the economic system, where she writes about the time that she bought a pair of high heels and then had to think about where all the components came from and how people are underpaid. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I- I'm thinking also, well, I tried to buy a pair. I bought my first pair of high heels, but they didn't fit me. And when I returned, the lady at the shoe store wasn't as helpful as she could have been so I had my dad get her fired right yeah because BB's dad owns the town <laughs> yes. that's true yeah so this is just a tale of like when of her like putting down the worker class yep <laughs> oh good good uh okay so then Doug's like alright well that idea didn't work so my next idea is to open the window and cause a tornado and destroy everyone's homework. Reveal myself as a god of the air. <laughs> Even as a baby, I was like, come on. That's, right. that's, does, has Doug ever opened a window before? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he doesn't even in this one. He yeah, he doesn't, it doesn't even doesn't get to, to it. it. Like, there's a perfectly good joke here that where they he just opens the window and then nothing happens. It makes a funny sound effect. But they fucking right. botch that. <laughs> they botch that and in also, order to have another very weird Doug Roger interaction. 
<laughs> and also, like, when he has this fantasy of that he would open the window and that everyone's report would fly outside, they all cheer. And I don't think everyone's writing the report by hand. I don't all think praise your... and honor the storm god. Venerate like, the name of the true wind. <laughs> okay, but like. He's also destroying your homework that you've allegedly spent a bunch of time on. Okay, right? there is also that. But if we don't give praise to, I don't know a good wind god name, unfortunately. If we do not give. Uh, samurai from Super Friends. <laughs> if we do not give praise to Samurai from Super Friends, he will destroy us with his awe inspiring power. I like how you went with that instead of, like, Storm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a DC Comics person. (laughs) Okay. Matter eater lad. (laughs) Okay, okay. Arm fall off, Uh, boy. (laughs) Right. These are all real. I guess I could have done Weather Wizard, but shut up. (laughs) Whatever, fuck it. Who cares? That implies more talent, more weather things. (laughs) Okay, uh, so... Uh, he gets up and he's like, uh, I'll, I want to open the window. And Wingo's like, what's the problem? Are you sick? What are you doing? And then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, are you sick? And he's like, no, but I feel like I'm going to be. And then she's just like, shut up and sit down. <laughs> she just like points down. Like, yep. So like, stop take, it. <laughs> taking a step back here. Imagine you're just a child in this class and Doug does all of this shit. Like, yeah. it's so weird. Like, he's being such <laughs> yeah. a little weirdo here. Yep. <laughs> and no one notices anything. Right, no, no one, one cares. And, and they're not even working on their reports anymore because they're turning in and they're just staring yeah. blankly forward. Yeah, no, this is the part where everybody is separated <laughs> out and is quietly chit-chatting to each other. All right. Or should well, be, except for they're not. And what's so quaint about this is, like, She's grading the papers in class, which is such a like a 1990s move where the teachers had time to do their work in class. <laughs> yeah, instead of teaching. Right, instead of doing unpaid overtime after hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like they all have to do. God. Oh, and so anyway, the next thing that happened, like Doug, having been sat down by Wingo, tries to stumble over to tries to sneak over to the window but he accidentally steps on Roger's foot and Roger goes ah then Doug leans in covers Roger's mouth with his hand and goes shh <laughs> <laughs> then and that's the end of it right no that's no. not the end of it then oh. Roger stomps on Doug's foot and Doug screams Right. (laughs) And at this point, Wingo is clearly just staring at Doug like, what's wrong with you, young man? (laughs) (laughs) Doug, what are you doing out of your seat? Yeah, well... I mean, there's there's some stuff that's wrong with Wingo, too, because Doug's next idea comes from a piece of decor that is in Wingo's classroom. The one piece of decor, the no, one there's two. portrait. There's okay, two. I'll go into the second one after we're done with this one, because it's, okay. it's relevant. Well, the, 
Yeah, okay. That's that's true. Now that I think about it. Um, okay, well, the, the this piece of decor that she's got in her classroom is a portrait of the Salem Witch Trials with someone in, like, stockade blocks, right? I looked this uh, up. They're called pillories. Okay. The, uh, yeah, they're not called... Because I thought there were stockades, too. When I Googled stockades, it's something totally different. Oh, okay. Yeah. Learn something new on yeah. Funny Papers. Evidently, they had pillories out in front of stockades <laughs> frequently. Like, stockades were where you stored prisoners, and you'd occasionally bring out, for the edification of the populace, you'd take somebody who was particularly despised or who you wanted to shame, and you'd lock them in the whole wooden whatever the hell that thing is. Right, it's more or less what we're referring to. It's that, like, you see those old pictures of, like, I don't know, pilgrim times, where, like, someone would have their head in, a, like, a wooden block and also their arms on either side, and it'd be, like, a kind of a public prison thing, and everyone would, like, throw stuff at them and be like, ha-ha, you're in jail, right? Yeah, he <laughs> um, has a fantasy about that. Right, he has a fantasy of him being in those uh, in in that prison, and everyone is just like calling him a witch, and he's like, "But I'm not a witch," and everyone's like, "Burn him anyway." So like, same <laughs> after after this uh, like imagination sequence, I just imagined Doug's therapist going to his parents and going, "It's pilgrims this time." <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's Pilgrims this is his, and like, James third Bond bondage fantasy this episode. <laughs> and right after Roger responded to Doug attempting to turn the tables on him by saying, "No, one of us is the dom in this relationship, Doug." <laughs> Right. I mean, I also learned, like, I, I had read a bit that, like, the Salem witch trials, like, even when they were a thing, like, they were kind of like a money-making scheme. Oh, it yeah. Was like, oh, yes. yeah, it, it like, wasn't even about being a witch. It was like, oh, can you pay us so that we don't kill you, yep. right? Yes. That's, oh, man, that's a good thing it's for having a It's just like how prisons work today. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh here's <laughs> like, in the category of fun recent events along these same lines. There uh, turned out to be a pretty big problem in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan where... Just one, though. <laughs> absolute genius money-making money proposition. What I do is I say I have seen some sort of insert the boogeyman we're currently after. I've seen some operatives of theirs scurrying around over in this area that I know I have road access to. Then, after the Americans bomb it, I take my wagon out... I load up all the scrap metal, and I can make a cool $200 off the Americans spending half a million dollars to bomb an empty shack on my property. Oh, man. Hell yeah. At least someone's respecting the hustle. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine that picture of the pillar is right next to the hang in there, cat. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but it's like, and like uh, right, it's, it's like, in between that and like shoot for the moon even if you miss you <laughs> land among the stars even if you miss like you'll two die in ones space with, two normal it's ones like, with just like a bot like bdsm thing in the middle it's, there it's a portrait of like the post witch trial hanging and it says hang in there jesus also, you see, um, Mrs. W- this is a little bit of a tangent, but you see Mrs. Wingo's like nameplate, and it's her first name is S. Um, okay. And I was googling what her name would be, 
and I got ended up on the Disney fandom wiki, and at the end of the Disney fandom wiki, it goes, she is slim- similar to Dolores Dercito from American Dragon Jake Long. What? Now, I yeah, <laughs> what? I looked that up. The show didn't premiere until seven years after Doug ended. Okay. They're just... Like, it's an absolutely insane reference. The people, <laughs> I think the only solution we have here is the people who keep the Doug Disney fandom wiki up and running yeah. are very cool people with powerful interest, brains. With interests we can only respect, mostly out of fear. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would never have made that relation that they look similar. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know who those characters are. Oh. Time to delete my browser history. So we pop out of Doug's fantasy of being uh, in bondage. And he says to himself, he looks over and he sees Boomer. Uh, reading a magazine, like reading a comic book about Smash Adams, who is the James Bond character of this universe. It's who Doug was imagining himself to be in the intro cut. Um, And he thinks to himself, how would Smash Adams get the doodle back? And so we now know the name of the secret agent, man. Right, right. Uh, And so his first thought is it goes back to like resuming where he was in that initial fantasy. uh, And he breaks in through the window and he starts assaulting the janitor. This is all very well animated, by the way. Like this is very clearly somebody on the animation team wanted to say, no, really, I want to do a fight scene. We've never done a fight scene. (laughs) I want to show that I can do this. But also those janitors... Those are those same fucking guys who are the move-in team, the hot dog stand runners, and the cops. And they're also the janitors of the school, right? They, they just show up any time that, like, a, a miscellaneous goon is needed. Yep. And I, I think... This is because the town, like, the school is run by the town. It's a public school, just like how the police force is run by the town, just like how the moving force is run by the town. And these are just the guys, like, the cleanup guys, right? They're the guys who, like, handle Mr. Bluff's dirty work. And Mr. Bluff's (sighs) dirty work in this particular case means they are the combat night janitors. Yes. <laughs> let me let me read verbatim what I wrote down for my notes here because I think I think it's pretty good. Better sneak into the building by barreling straight through a window. Now time to assault the custodial staff. I'm justified in this assault because one of the janders knows broom karate. Pork chop <laughs> slices the janders Achilles tendon, trip crippling him for life. Porkchop does a sweet backflip flick to celebrate, kicking the now crippled uninsured man down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a pretty good action sequence. That's <laughs> what happens. And then my This is all to get a doodle back. My single favorite part of this is that after Doug has fantasized about all of this happening, he just says, <laughs> oh, it seems like an awful lot of work. Right. <laughs> That's I'm the reason lazy. why it wouldn't work. That's the only reason <laughs> right. I shouldn't beat up a bunch of custodians. <laughs> Oh, God. But then we get to the worst scene oh, of God. I think. <laughs> oh. I think, like, we've talked a lot about, like, scenes that are boring, scenes that are upsetting. This scene is, like, it's not as, okay, it's not as bad as, like, the, the sushi restaurant scene in terms yeah. of, like, objectively terrible. It's technically a it's, crime, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable. Incredibly uh, so. I couldn't watch it all the way through. <laughs> Did you fast forward through it? Yes. Oh no! I got the gist and heard a couple of the lines <laughs> up. And we're like, nope, I'm done with this. 
Well, Doug, actually, he thinks to himself, okay, I don't think Smash Adams would do that. I don't think he would assault the janitors. I what is the what other Smash thing that a James Bond character does? Doug's oh. gonna fuck. <laughs> it's yeah, time to fuck. <laughs> That's what happens. Doug imagines himself seducing Wingo. Uh, this is a crime, by the way. <laughs> Doug is 11. He's fantasizing about a crime on a children's cartoon show. The opening line is Doug pouring two bottles of... It's like pouring two glasses of God knows what. It's probably supposed it's like to be wine. soda, it's but like it's clearly supposed to be champagne. And... Yeah. A slightly younger, slimmer Mrs. Wingo saying, "Yeah, she's she's animated to be like way more attractive yep, in this too." Something so Doug, like, "Oh, Mister, oh, Mister Adams, you know that goes straight to my hips." Yeah, his idea of seduction is getting her drunk. Think about yes. that. God damn it! Don't think about that. It's bad. You know that stuff goes right to my head. Why didn't you ever tell me you were such a charming creature, Mrs. Wingo? Oh, Smash. Yeah, so Doug is like sitting, he's dressed still as Smash Adams in this. So maybe in this fantasy, Doug is older and Wingo is younger? I I don't know, but like he's dressed oh, as Oh good, Smash there's Adams. only a... 30-year difference between the two of them. <laughs> Look, we know time is meaningless in this universe. So when Doug gets older, Wingo gets younger. Who knows? But uh, so she's <laughs> she, he's sitting on her desk and he's like giving her like booze. And he's just like, oh, I've never noticed how brown your eyes are. And Wingo's like giggling as he takes the doodle off her desk and, like, pockets it. But I gotta say that when he does this, when he starts this fantasy, the only thing on her desk is the doodle. So, like, she would have seen this already, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he fucks it up in the fantasy. Great. Yeah, like, even the fantasy, that's very her. problematic to begin with. <laughs> now it has, instead of being problematic morally, it has problematic logically. <laughs> Yeah, this whole fucking like, scene, I just, uh, fuck off. But he's just like, it's so crazy to me that like in the scene where Doug imagines seducing her, he's like, oh, you know, I would only do it if she was more attractive, though. <laughs> right? And I have to get her drunk. And yeah, my God, this is my pickup artist strategy, strategy is to get her drunk, to make it go straight to her head. It's like. Oh my god. Yeah, um, as far as corroborating <sighs> evidence for the Doug is slash will be an incel theory, this is right on up there. It sure yeah, is. Yeah, also that scene of him just like creepily staring at Patty while she asks for homework. Uh-huh. Man, but okay, so he snaps out of this fantasy finally. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. And it, well, it's, it gets almost worse. Almost. He says to himself, he says... My only hope was to use my charm to distract Mrs. Wingo. And Jim put in a toilet flush sound here. Yeah. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. I just wrote on the. I just wrote in my notes all caps. Ha 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 ha. Mine just said, "Please stop." <laughs> yeah. My note said, um, "I don't have to write down how this next part goes, do I?" 
Yeah, because we got it. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> so so he gets up and walks over to the desk. But what I, before we get to that point, I want to point something else out. There's a map of the United States in the background. And it looks like it's a map of time zones. It's the continental United States. But the time zones are wrong. The ta- really? It says there's five time zones in the continental United States. There are not. There are four. And also, the shape of the United States is fucked up. Like, <laughs> and I can't, like, this might just be laziness, but it's an it's a cartoon. Is there not one person that can draw the United States? I have to assume <laughs> that this was done on purpose. It's a post-climate yeah. apocalypse world. Yes, it's a post, like, it's a post-causality oh world. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> like the time zones change. Like, there's five, and, and they're not even marked correct. Like, they're not even marked <laughs> in a way that would make sense for five time zones. Oh, my God. Maybe it's just, like, a map of Bluffington, and so different parts of the state change time. <laughs> yeah, maybe Bluffington it. is just looks like the United States. Yeah, the time yeah. zones are not zones where it's plus or minus an hour. They are zones of the different eras. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that would somehow bring this theory back together. And so you oh, see, when you shit. go to the Honker Burger, it will become December. There is no way to stop <laughs> yeah. this. Skeeter's dad house is houses. It's autumn there, so he constantly needs leaves for rake. Don't fall asleep unless you want to wake up and have all your friends and family be dead. <laughs> There's a reason you are all 11 years old except for Roger. Any child who is born in the other times becomes an extra-dimensional nightmare. There's a reason you've never (laughs) seen Skunky Beaumont. They've left us behind. We are the refuse. (laughs) This is all that's left. That's why even though we're all terrible and suck so much, we get a show made out of it. Also, I propose that we call the universe that Doug lives in the funny universe because it's ironic. (laughs) okay motion passes i'm into it (laughs) motion passes (laughs) oh god okay so from that brief distraction of somehow less no 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 (laughs) it was important we've established more about the larger world yes definitely that was very important to uh this our grand thesis um but we go back to an even more uncomfortable scene of Doug trying to hit on Wingo in real life. Doug trying to smash. <laughs> no, and this is while everyone in the class is watching. Doug funny. He's the guy who's made of cool. Doug, you're still in school. Doug. For now, until he gets expelled for this. Um, yeah, just imagine, again, imagine just being a child in this class. One of my pet theories watching this episode is that Jim is not actually Doug. Jim is Boomer, and he's just laughing at this stupid asshole fuck up. I... Because he is a Boomer. Yeah, That's, okay. that's as far as that's my brain amazing. went. I can see it. There I can it see is. it. Yeah, and I think the producer of the show, the one who's like, man, this is bad, but we've already spent so much money, and I think that's Tippy, and that's why <laughs> Tippy talks so much shit constantly. <laughs> She's like, man, I've already put so much money into this, let's just release it, fuck it, maybe someone will be stupid enough to enjoy it. <laughs> so maybe someone will make a podcast about this it. show is so goddamn expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Doug goes up to hit on Wingo, uh, and he, like, sits on the desk awkwardly, like, he's basically trying to do the Smash Adams thing, but he's, like, fucking every bit of it up. He's like, oh, I've never noticed how 
And he's like, never notice how big your hair is. And she's just like, what? What? Doug, do you need <laughs> like, to go to the hospital? <laughs> yeah. I asked you if you were sick earlier and you said you were about to be. Is this the stroke? Is this coming on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no she's just like uh no i she's just like whatever um and he knocks the papers off and puts the doodles straight to the top and uh the plan almost sees... works is the dumbest part of this story yeah he almost gets the doodle um but like he fucks it up everyone laughs uh and she gets the doodle now, uh, when she sees the doodle, she's immediately pissed off. She's just like, who drew this? Who drew this? Oh, my God. It was probably you, Boomer. She just, like, calls on Boomer. She's just like, you did it. Yeah. I was like, what? Huh? Boomer just stands up to laugh at it, though. So, like, yeah. kind of kind of put a target on his back there. Good <laughs> kind of did. You're right. So, just like, wait, what, what, why, are you, why me? What evidence yeah. do you have to- Okay, fine, whatever. We've already seen from previous episodes, Wingo's justice is extremely arbitrary. Wingo right. is an alcoholic that comes into every class hungover. That's why she doesn't want to, she wants doesn't want to do she wants to do as little work as possible and have the kids be as quiet as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just submit um but Boomer's like, "Oh no, I didn't do it." And uh and he like sort of, you know, hangs his head like oh man i know this is gonna happen again and uh doug briefly is like yeah oh man i got away with it oh hell yeah but then he's like (laughs) but then he's like oh no what would smash adams do in this and he goes into a fantasy again uh and he imagines boomer getting interrogated by bone as a bond villain in bone's office and those two like janitor not really janitor but like guys you know cleaner take care of the mess guys are like wringing their hands and like you know like punching into their fists right but it's bone's office right but there's details in here that are different that in a in a surprising like continuity bit his office is the same the general layout but there's like differences in it Bone himself uh, has, like, an eye patch and a scar and is very clearly a Bond villain. You can tell because his right. name tag, instead of reading Mr. Bone, now reads Mr. Bonefinger. Mr. Bonefinger. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. But Savage Finger. Bo- uh, Mr. Bonefinger, who works for the mysterious organization known only as But Savage. <laughs> yeah. Now, Sam, you were... The first one to mention that there's an actual fucking Lovecraft reference. Yeah, there's in this a too. direct fucking Lovecraft reference in the 1991 sh- children's cartoon Doug. In, <laughs> in the background of his office is that uh, diploma we mentioned a bunch of episodes ago. Bloatsburg State. Like, Bloatsburg State. But in this one, it's fucking Miskatonic University. It's the yeah. e- it's the fucking evil factory university from Lovecraft. Yeah, it's like where they keep the Necronomicon, right? And my first dumbass thought was just like, I bet these lazy, stupid writers just Googled Evil University. (laughs) (laughs) You think so? No, I mean, there wasn't Google back then, so... (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm a dumbass. They asked somebody. (laughs) They went to the library and said, what's the evilest university? (laughs) And after they turned up the University of Michigan, they said, okay, Miskatonic is also an option. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. 
<laughs> now, uh, in this scene also, there's there's the pyramids picture. Like in the, the, the when we had seen Bones' uh, uh, office previously, there was a picture of him standing in front of the pyramids in a like Hawaiian shirt. He's standing in there in front of, in like villain garb. Like they're actually doing continuity for the first yeah, no, fucking some, time. Like the animation team is having a ton of fun doing something with their goddamn time that isn't. And then Doug yeah. licks the speaker outside the honker burger. Like, they're having right. a lot of fun. Yeah, good. We can draw things that aren't a small child being anxious. That's, we have a larger repertoire. No. <laughs> no. But, okay, but also, like, so we had talked about this being, like, a Lovecraft reference, too. This is the same place and the same spot where in a previous episode we talked about the school being like a fucking Lovecraftian nightmare, right? Like, in in and in, in real time, not in Doug Fantasy Zone. Yes. Like it ha- there was yes. evidence towards that. This is like further evidences. Like we are right by accident that this is a Lovecraft. Accident, thing. yes. Yes, <laughs> accident. <laughs> I've never been wrong about anything ever. <laughs> I've never been right on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, so this is yeah. I mean, we are, we know time is broken. We know time is broken. We know that like Mr. Bone, or at least an image of Mr. Bone, a reflection of Mr. Bone, went to the Lovecraft University. Like. And we know that these dudes, these, like, janitor-looking dudes, are the enforcers of the town, like, in both in fantasy and not. Like, we are right. <laughs> like, congratulations, This, this show is no longer a bit. Yeah. Like, I... The show is I a critical analysis. Though. Yeah. <laughs> oh don't at God. me. <laughs> at me. <laughs> Um, yeah, add us at the funny papers on, on social media, but, but, uh, yeah, so in his fantasy, Doug is like, he, he jumps in as Smash Adams and he's like, no, I'm the guy you want, not Boomer, right? And that's the end of the fantasy. He's just like, I'm the guy you want, and then nothing. <laughs> but back in reality, Wingo says, what did you just say? So Doug had stood up and yelled, I'm the guy you want in the real world, too. Like, he always does. Like, this happens. Doug, like, after seeing all this, Doug is lucky they didn't commit him. Like, after (laughs) all the weird shit he did today. Uh Uh-huh. And he stands up and he's just like, I did it, right? Um, So, yeah, he just acts out his fantasies in real life. I'm surprised that he didn't, like, actually open the window and, like, throw homework out of it. Punch the the janitor. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he, like, comes back to the room. He's got, like, blood on his hands, and he's like, what did I do? I fantasized about punching the janitor. Did I do it? God. Oh, man. But, okay, so Wingo is like, all right, well, you're going to have to stay after class, right? And it goes into, like, it's, it's after class now. Doug's the only one there. And Wingo brings him up. She's like, Doug, will you come to the front? Like, will you come to my desk? And she's like, oh, boy, here we go. And she reveals that she's got artwork of years past of a bunch of people who have drawn her as a monster or whatever. Or just uh, generally drawn her poorly. Right, yeah, just drawn her just, like, shittily. This um, one is Chalky's father, and this one is Mr. Dink, which implies that she's been teaching here for... 
at least 30 40 years. years. Least. Over 30 years. Yeah, because we saw in the fishing episode that Mr. Dink's school ID, probably from the elementary school, because he looked very young, was from 30 years ago. Yeah. So Wingo's been teaching here at least 30 years. I'll also so like she's to know, old. Uh, it said, here's one by Mr. Dink. I knew it was his by the terrible spelling. Yes. One, Mr. Dink's a writer. And uh-huh. two, I knew it was his by the ter- terrible spelling. He put his name on it. You knew like, <laughs> it doesn't make on makes sense on any level. Three, he spelled her name Wego. That's <laughs> that's not terrible spelling. That's just not knowing what your name is. Her na- her name is on the desk. <laughs> Maybe he just couldn't read. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So she's like telling him, she's like, oh, yeah. And would you please sign this for me, you know, to show that add this to my book? And I wonder if Boomer had been like, if she had been like, yeah, Boomer, you actually did it. Would she have given Boomer the same like kind treatment or should have been like, you're going to the prison? (laughs) (laughs) Is she only doing this because it's Doug? I mean, I don't know how good Doug is at school or how nice he usually is to Mrs. Wingo. Because we only true. see we only see him interacting in class when it's I use relevance using a lot of, doing a lot of work here relevant to the plot, <laughs> or like actually the only times when we see him interacting with Wingo in class is when he's getting in trouble, like when he got yeah. sent to detention, mm-hmm. right? Well, like he's a bad kid, well, I guess. She also has always expressed a kind of concern because okay. No, Doug, seriously, uh, it's fine if people find your journal as long as there's no weird sex stuff in there. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, yeah, why would there be? Uh, I gotta go find it. <laughs> What's this bit in here about smash Adam smoothly past the glass over, Doug? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. What's this drawing of me as much younger but with bigger breasts? <laughs> in conclusion, Doug Funny is a land of contrasts. Yeah. Why am I labeled mommy? <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> We gotta get Bone in here He's gotta see this Okay So uh, And then she's like Alright well like, And Doug's like alright So I'm not actually in trouble And she's like well Yeah but also you gotta clean all these desks Cause you're in detention still Idiot no. Right uh-huh. Um so, okay, I mean, that's basically the end. Much the end then the he imagines, okay, sma- he imagines himself driving off into the sunset because it all worked out basically okay. Wait, I just thought this. So he imagines himself driving through the wall into the sunset as Smash Adams, yeah. like escaping, but he acts out his fantasy in real life. Did he just get up and <laughs> run into the wall? Doug, Doug, you <laughs> may actually be sick, yes. Doug. The answer is <laughs> yes. It's a concussion now. Also note that, like, it's nighttime, and he's still, like, cleaning the desks. Right. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know how legal it is to, like... It's May, too, children. so it's not gonna be that late. Like, right. Yeah. So he's been doing... Yeah. They did this illegal child labor for at least four hours, because school usually gets <laughs> yeah. out around, like, three, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's nighttime. Oh, I mean, again, time might be broken, so it might have been 20 minutes later. I don't know how long it takes to clean the tops of desks off. I'm pretty sure it's not four or five hours. Yeah. Maybe maybe Wingo drew the shades and for this to happen. She's like, no one can see this. <laughs> right, this is illegal. <laughs> but okay, I mean, okay, so that's the end of the episode. Uh, 
Other than, okay, you're saying other than he's doing child labor, this one sticks the moral, right? Yeah, the moral landing, the moral got stuck on this one. Admit what you've done wrong. It's probably going to go better for you if that's the case. Now, as it turns out, that's largely incorrect. But as a moral, they are they set up and delivered. Yes, good. Well done. It's just that all the other details surrounding that are fascinating. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's but it still is like giving you the lesson of like, tell the truth. Um, don't let someone else take the fall for you. Right. Like it's. I think it yeah. does a proper And job. also, you so will cause good, yourself good so much more anxiety trying to avoid punishment for something small and stupid you could do, 11-year-old child, than right. you would just do if you said, look, I fucked this up, my bad. Right. So that's good. Um, but we, so also there's there's the credits. I'm guessing you guys didn't watch through the credits, right? I wasn't expecting a post-credit stinger, no. So there wasn't a post-credit stinger, but in the credits, they do that Smash Adams theme song, and there's more of it, oh, right? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, after they say that he's made of cool, uh, they say he's always in control. No. 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 <laughs> he's, he's got all of his moves down cold. No. And, <laughs> and then they say, if you cross his path, well, they say it's like it's weird structure, strong structure. They go like, he's got all of his moves down cold if you cross his path because he got a B in P.E. <laughs> so, like, uh-huh. he Masterful. knows all his... Yeah, like, it's very... It feels like it's missing a verse there. It feels like it's missing right. a line. <laughs> this line was cut due to the fact it was about how he'll seduce his teacher. <laughs> yeah. This line but was also, cut due to budgetary restraints. It was very expensive. Also, I like that it shows that Doug is like even in his Smash Adams fantasy, he got he only got a B in elementary school PE. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's that's it. That's I, mean, the I guess end of the, the other moral is that trouble isn't real when you're a kid. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? Like you can't really, as a kid. I wish somebody would have told me this like way earlier in my life. As long as you don't break the law, there's only like so much you can like bad things can happen to you <laughs> right yeah i mean someone like authority might figures when you're a kid aren't really authority figures they're all just the same like hungover pieces of shit that we all are today <laughs> am i right am i right yeah, nobody it's here time is... to go have diarrhea <laughs> oh nobody God. here is going to really ruin your life kid you can just yeah. admit to fucking up on something and what's the worst they're gonna do to you there's really not right. a lot of punishment that a random authority figure is capable of unleashing on you without getting themselves in significantly more trouble down the road, with certain extremely well, notable exceptions. They always bring up the permanent record, and your permanent record actually just gets dumpstered when you get to high school, so it doesn't. nothing <laughs> right. matters, your grades don't matter, not, just absolutely a waste of yeah, time. The only thing that will ever matter for you at, from the years of from elementary school through to high school, quite frankly, as far as your school is concerned, is are your grades good enough that they don't immediately throw your uh, application yeah. in the dumpster when you try to apply to colleges? Well, hopefully a B in PE will suffice. <laughs> Usually, I believe it does. <laughs> well, let's cut this here. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone, in another episode. 
We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.